tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everybody. You are watching and listening to AfterBuzz TV's Spotlight On. Joining me today, Ashley Rickards from MTV's Awkward. Hello. Last time I interviewed you, I said Rickards, and I felt like a complete jackass. It's okay. So now I have it fixed. Thanks. Do you get that a lot? I do. And I honestly, I don't even notice it most of the time. Really? Because it's just been sort of... There was a time in my career where I was like, just say it however you want and give <laughs> say me my the name, job. Say my name, please. Just, just say it. And um, But now I'm like, yeah. I'd, I'd prefer it if it was like pronounced correctly. Correctly, okay. so I appreciate that. <laughs> so awkward. Five years in. Yes. We might be in the final season. We don't know for sure. We don't know. But we do know that Jenna and Maddie. I just need to get right into the things I care about. Of course. Jenna and Maddie might be together. They might not. They. That's correct. Um. So, the next part of the season, which will air in 2016, um. We see them after college. Mm -hmm. And so it's always interesting to see how people have changed when they're in a different setting away from everything they used to form them into the person that they were and um, see where they go and how that affects the relationships that they had before entering that environment. And so with Jenna and Maddie specifically, you know, they think it's going to work out because in in the past we've seen these two people have undeniable chemistry go through tons of different scenarios and no matter what happens they come back to each other at the end of the day in different roles in different ways and at some point you just have to wonder what is this relationship and when do we just define it for what it is and and it's it's very complicated and i think there is a connection with them that's undeniable and i don't think that that'll ever go away personally so you think they're going to stay together? I know you probably know, but what do you th- what do you think? I think they will. Okay. Yeah. I was on Team Colin for a little bit. Not so much. No, never. What? Were you ever on Team Colin? Uh, for a minute, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's really hot. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. So when you tried out for Awkward, did you ever imagine it would be what it's become? Um, you know what? Honestly, I didn't. I um, I refused. Sounds crazy. I refused to read the script because I didn't think MTV was a good network, and I didn't think that. And there was a typo on there that said it was multicam, and I didn't want to do multicam. And this was back like way before MTV had any script. Yeah. Stuff. And so I was like, "What is happening?" And so when I did finally read it, my mom had to sit me down because my agents kept wanting me to read it. I was like, "No, I'm not into this genre. I'm not going to read it." And then my mom was like, you're going to read this. I printed it out. I've stapled it for you. You know, I three-hold punched it. You're going to read <laughs> this it. This is important. And, um, and so I read it, and I was like, okay, everyone was right. It's it's awesome. And so I read it and haven't looked back, and it's just sort of been a wild ride. Honestly, awkward has been, like, my college experience. Yeah. Like, what 
me, Ashley, has gone through behind the scenes and and in my own personal life has been like what people go through during their college years. And so it's it's home to me, honestly. That's been a real consistent in the last five years of my life. And it's kind of taken MTV, because I remember when somebody was like, watch the scripted show on MTV. I'm like, oh, I'm okay, I'll pass. Yeah, right. And then I watch it, and I'm like, oh my god, it's so good. And now MTV has all this really good scripted content. Yeah, it's wonderful. And it was, it's awesome to be with uh, the network, you know, back in the, you know, back in the days when this was the first thing that they had. Yeah. This was the first scripted show. You know, I mean, obviously the My So-Called Life, My So-Called Lives of the World and stuff, but, you know, that's... um. That's pretty cool. Claire Dance's prom. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool <laughs> it's to follow in her footsteps. I won't lie. Yeah. And the awkward fan base is crazy, too. That's kind of taken off with the show as well. What's been your experience with that? Um, the awkward fan base is super loyal. They're wonderful. And, and you know, when, when I set out to do this, I think I had ideas of, of like, red carpet glamour and like all this stuff going into acting and it's not turned out like that and that's great because what's really important to me is the connection that people have with my show and if they watch it and they have that 22 minutes of escape Uh in their hard day then I've done my job that's my purpose is to make people happy or to make them feel something just to help people it's not about like what I'm wearing Which subsequently, because I love helping people so much, is like the least of my priorities. I just need to be able to get a good enough night's sleep <laughs> to, to go and do that. And luckily, I can. I mean, you know, I've got this great mattress, Sleep Innovations. It's like they they like come in a brought box. to you by Sleep Innovations. <laughs> no, but it does. It like it comes in a box, and you order it online, which is awesome if you're like sometimes lazy. I yeah. like to think of it as looking for the easy route. I don't like the word lazy. Um, You're looking for the efficient route. Yeah, efficient. Yeah. Efficient. Uh, sometimes pondering what's efficient <laughs> instead of actually acting okay. upon it. But, um, you know, it's it comes in the box, open it up, it's done, put it on the bed, and then what you what they're doing this, this year, which is kind of what, what drew me to it, is they have this great campaign, hashtag SI No Place Like Home, and then they donate a dollar to Stand Up For Kids, which is a non-profit which helps homeless youth, and it helps them get temporary housing, clothing, food, and that's what's really important. That's That goes right along with what I do in the beginning, which is just to make people happy and make lives a little easier. That's awesome. Okay, I'm going to rewind a little bit. Yes. We're going to talk about your childhood. Okay. So you're a member of Mensa? I am. Me too. It's crazy. You are? No, look at my job. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> look at my apartment. I'm... You wouldn't guess. <laughs> So you were, like, a obviously very intellectual child. What were you like as a kid? Did you always want to be an actor? Um, I'm constantly trying to keep my mouth shut. Really? Because the well, things <laughs> I think are really... It turns out that, like, they're not normal. And sometimes they're good. I just have to, like, figure out where you those go it. in life. You know, like, here's what I'm good at. Here's what I'm not good at. Yeah. Um, I'm not good at explaining, like things because people think they're weird and that's all there is to it um but it's it's nice for me because i feel like i can being in mensa sort of it's like i got it so that i can say dumb things because i do every so and then often you just the mensa card. and then people are like well i must not have understood it because she's in mensa and she's <laughs> far superior than me so while i'm stumbling through this interview right now yeah you know i'm in mensa so maybe you guys just don't know 
What's up? Can I have a copy of your card? I'm going to use that. Okay. I'm also in Menza. Yeah. So you were you grew up in Florida? I did. Yeah. Were your parents always supportive of the acting? They were. My parents, um, you know, growing up, it was very weird for me. I sort of did spend that time, like, pondering how to be efficient. And yeah. the only thing I ended up being good at was the skip it, which was this, like, 90s ball and chain <laughs> I know thing. exactly yeah. what you're talking about. And so when, they, when I found something that was, like, legitimate that I was good at and that I wanted to do, they were like, pack your bags, we're going to L.A., she found it. She's got it. And so... They're always so supportive. They just want me to be happy. That's awesome. Yeah. So what was that like moving to LA? How old were you? Thirteen. Yeah. Okay. I was thirteen. I, um, my mother describes it as uh, when we were coming in on the in LAX from Florida. That when I saw LA for the first time, she says it looked like you were at home. I get goosebumps talking about it because cool. it did. It felt like I was home. In That's cool that your parents been. were that supportive too to move with you. Yeah, my parents rock. You know, my mom can't spell, and her phone is all screwed up, and she can't text. But overall, she rocks. <laughs> She's great. Nine out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like your story is so, like, common, but also so rare. What do you think sets you apart that... Because so many kids move with their parents to L.A. to make it as an actor and then move home a year later. What do you think sets you apart from everybody else? Um, I don't think anything does, to be honest. I think I am just like other people. I think... Um, Mensa, I- besides that. Yeah, I mean, I took the test. Like, who's to say if you didn't take the test, you wouldn't, you'd make it in two, you know? Like, I did it, and that's what happened. And so it's just a matter of doing things that's made me different, made me be able to be here with you. And everybody does this stuff. It is common. Yeah. And that's what works. And so I don't necessarily buy it when people tell me that they just happened into this overnight success. Yeah. I, I think that would probably be what sets me apart from that is because I'm going to tell you what happened and how I did it so that if other people want to do it, they yeah. can do it too. How many auditions would you say you went on before you booked your first role? Oh, I'm going to do quick math here. Um, asterisk on that. I'm not very good at math, okay. so this could be totally off. So I'm gonna um, this is like watching a genius work. Probably about close to 500. Oh, my God. And how old were you when you booked your first role? Oh, before my first role? Yeah. Um, Oh, no. Probably before that, it was probably like 60. Oh, okay. Yeah. But before Awkward, it was... Yeah, because it's... Wow. Before Awkward, probably 500. Um, Because it's just trial and error, you know? Yeah. You figure things out. You think something's going to go well, and then you have to try it. And if people don't like it, they don't like it. They find someone who can do what they want better. And that's just what it is. Have you always been this confident? Um, I is this is this confident? I, th- I think so. I feel like I'm just being honest, and oh. if that's confident, then then yes, I'm very confident. Too much so. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Was there a moment in your career where you felt like, okay, I've made it? No, there's been moments that make the journey worth it. Okay, and I guess some people could say that that's when they know that they made it. But my question is. I don't want to live a life where I have that moment where I do win an Oscar one day, and yeah. that's when I say, oh, I'll have made it when I win that Oscar, because then what happens at the after party? Then what's the purpose of my life? Oscar number you know? two, yeah. But, sure, that's the cycle, but, you know, I have to say, like, everything that I've done from, like, laughing this morning when, like, I hit my 
I like hit my eye with the mascara wand because I was like freaking out about doing it perfectly. <laughs> and he started screaming swear words with the balcony door like right open. And I walk out there to go and like wipe my hands up and my boyfriend's just like laughing at me. And that was so nice. Yeah. That was so nice. And those are the moments that matter. And so, you know, I get to share those with people. I get to look back on the good times with awkward and, and helping people and, and, you know, it's basically when somebody recognizes it, when somebody says something to you. That's when I know that I mean it. It's the little things. Do you think now it's interesting because I feel like before you could have just been an actor, but now you have to have a blog, you have to have a YouTube channel, you have to be active on social media. Do you think it's more challenging now? I definitely think it is. Um, the more, the more, the more venues there are, the more acts you have to, to learn. And, and doing that can be overwhelming. And I think, that for me personally, the journey is is learning about how, okay, somebody said I have to do this because this is what will get me to what I want. But is what they're telling me I have to do something that I am comfortable with? Because if it's not, then what I want might not be worth it. So it's altering the goals okay. based on what you're being asked for, for me anyway. And that's, Yeah. So speaking of YouTube, we talked about this a little bit before we started rolling. Oh, but I also love what I do. That's oh, the okay, point. Oh, okay, good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's the point. That, right? <laughs> we got it. No, you, no, you do. It. You I have to that. love what you do. Yeah. You just have to, at a certain point, you can't just keep doing everything or... You can't just keep saying yes. Yeah, or else everything will end up not not as great as it could be. Okay. So I need to talk about YouTube now. Yes. You and your boyfriend posted this video <laughs> about the first time you farted in front of each other. Yes. Talk to me about that experience. Okay. So, um, we, okay. So we were at my house and, um, and we lived together. So our house. So, um, it, <laughs> and, um, and I'm sitting there. I have been eating sugar free caramel chews all day and I know what they do to me, but I'm used to living alone. And so it's okay if I fart yeah. alone, but I didn't think that it would actually happen. And then all of a sudden we're talking and I can feel it. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what he's saying. It's something nice. And then like, then all of a sudden just, and I'm like, I farted. Just like that. I said it like, it was just mortifying. And he, we were laughing, crying, laughing for like five minutes. Um, apparently, uh, Everyone holds farts in. And yeah, I think it's a normal thing. It can get painful if you keep doing it. And so I think there was like a relief. Wait, so you already lived with him? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That's really so impressive. I'm, so I'm like going into like my bathroom, like trying to turn on the vents and the music <laughs> so that he just assumes what I have like tons of music on. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I can yeah. go back out, face the world. But, um, you know, it happens. How long into your relationship was it? Uh,. Probably not long enough. Like you said, what? Yeah, you, it like, was almost a year for me. A year? It just, like just happened. See, it's those it's those sugar free caramel chews. I should have just stayed away from them. Maybe it's good though. Maybe it brought you together. I I do. I think it brought us closer. Are you guys going to be making more YouTube videos? It was really cute. I think so. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, he's really funny. He was in um, he was in another one of my uh, Ask Ashley's. Okay. Because we were just sitting around. I was like, oh, I got to do the Ask Ashley. Hey, why don't you just like be yourself in the background? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, roll with it. And sure enough, it turned out hilarious. He's like, 
yelling in the background, different things about like trail mix and oh, stuff. Oh, okay. I watched that one today yeah, too. Yeah, that, that's him. About the hymen. Yeah. He has about a hymen, right? Okay. Shine bright like a hymen. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be my new life quote. <laughs> Shine bright like a hymen. Yeah. So good. Okay, I have some rapid fire questions I'm going to throw at you. Oh, God. Okay. It's pretty easy. Just say the first thing that pops in your head. Well, wait, hold on. You bleep this stuff, right? We're on the internet, but so you can say whatever you want. Perfect. Yeah. Let's let fucking it out. do it. Let's fucking do it. Okay. One deal breaker in a relationship. Deal breaker in a relationship is uh, taking the other person for granted. Okay. Oh, I like that. If you weren't acting, what would you be doing? If I wasn't acting, I would probably be a realtor, which makes me... My parents were realtors. Oh. And I was always confident with that answer when people would ask me that question. But then I saw on Family Guy today... No, it was American Dad. They made a joke. They're like, being a realtor is for people who quit and then became a realtor. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God. Okay. What is my childhood? So I guess... All right. Just don't quit. Keep acting. I'm going to. Phew. Okay. Do you like to fall asleep cuddling? Yes. Okay, me too. And then do you stay cuddling the whole night? No, because his arm falls asleep. Oh. At least it's his arm, though. Yeah. Yeah, so you're comfortable. Yeah, no, I falls. I've slept through hurricanes. You you <laughs> wouldn't know. Like, I I can just go to sleep. That's good. That's important. Uh, which actor would play you in a movie? Jennifer Lawrence. Oh. Why? Because I think that, I think that if we sat together and tried to do our hair and makeup the same, it'd be really hard to tell the difference between us. Like, physically. And then, um, I think she's incredibly talented, and I would want somebody that friggin' good at what they do playing me. I like that. Okay, biggest vice? Biggest vice? I don't really want to answer that one. (laughs) You don't have to. (laughs) Second biggest vice. Second biggest vice is cheese sticks. And I'm a vegan. So there's that. Are you like a vegan that cheats? Apparently. Okay. Because I, mean, I have a roommate that's a vegan, and I saw her making eggs the other day, and I'm like, you're not a vegan. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, yeah, I went on a little cheese steak binge recently. Okay. and um, That's when you farted in front of your boyfriend for the first time. That man factored into it. Damn it. That's Now bad. we know. Okay. No caramel cheese or, <laughs> or cheese. Okay, oh. last time you lied. <laughs> last time I lied? Yeah. Um, the last time I lied was probably when somebody asked me how I was doing and I said great. Oh, okay. I think that's really common. Yeah. Everybody does that. Yeah. Okay, go to karaoke song. Oh, Journey. Don't stop That's what we came into. Yeah, no, that's my song. And you can, like, karaoke it hard. Can I? Can you? I'm asking. Um... Like, alone in my car, sure. Okay. But you're not, like, a performer at the karaoke bar. No. Like, Christina Aguilera Fighter, maybe, but... Oh. I like where your head's at with that one. You know. I once won a karaoke medley singing Demi Lovato, Christina Aguilera, and Kelly Clarkson. What? I know. That was my birthday, so they let me do three in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, biggest pet peeve? When people breathe into my ear and they talk. Oh, I'm a mouth breather, and it's, like, the most annoying trait. I don't think that's annoying as long as you don't do it like in front of your ear. Yeah, my (laughs) my biggest pet peeve is people who don't do things exactly how I do them. Right? Yeah, completely understandable. I like that. (laughs) Okay, favorite MTV show besides Awkward. Um, 
Teen Wolf. Okay. Yeah, that's Tyler a- Posey's pretty cool. He's a pretty cool guy. That's fun. Do you guys all hang out like all the MTV kids? Uh, when we go to when we go to like the MTV events, it's weird because you would think that like we're in like the special section, yeah. but we're not. So we're just kind of like feeny, like just like huddled together. They don't like, put you up front. Like up front ish, but um, you know, if Amber Rose is there, she's gonna go right up in front of us. <laughs> so, damn it, it's a harsh reality. She's gorgeous, and uh, we're awkward. But so. you guys are all in this together. That's good. <laughs> we are. You got this. Okay, so you directed a couple episodes of Awkward. I did. I directed two. It's, are you gonna do more the second half of the season? I hope so. Okay. Um. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Or oh, have no, you? No, no. no. Okay. No. Just not the two any coming up. Um. Yeah. The two I've done. Um. That was a blast. I I didn't think I'd ever want to direct until a couple years ago. And then when I realized I did, I didn't really know where to begin. And Suzanne Daniels, who used to run MTV, um, suggested I direct an episode. I did, and it went well, and I had a lot of fun. And I think it turned out really well. And and then I got to do another one, and that was even more fun. Do you think you'll do more of that in the Absolutely. future? Okay. Absolutely. I want to direct... I write. I want to write a. I want to make one of my scripts I've written and direct it. And oh, that's awesome! It. Yeah, because you wrote a book too. I did, and that did really well. Thank you. Yeah, it was. It that was another like uh, another labor of love. Just being honest. Somehow people like respond to that. I I think so. You know, talking about like oh how I if people like my makeup like this is exactly how I do it. If you want to do it like that, this is you know what. Not only what I think, but here's also, like, because I'm not an expert in everything, yeah. there's people who are actually experts in the fields either backing up what I'm saying or saying, like, another great suggestion. And, and normally those were experts that had helped me, you know, get my shit together, which yeah. is the whole reason for the book. So it's, cool. it's kind of cool. And then you just wrapped a movie, The Outskirts. I did. What's, yeah. What's that all about? That is about the... Um, sort of the outsiders of, as the title would suggest, of a high school coming together to alienate the popular kids to really prove, you know, it's the whole majority versus minority thing, and they get to really flip the table and, and you know, get some revenge. That's fun. So mm-hmm. how do you sort of navigate, I'm always interested to see this, people who play, like, high school characters, how do you switch to, like, more of an adult role? Have you thought about that? Is it something you're doing strategically, or... Yeah, I think I think uh I think it is. I think it's what you associate yourself with. Um and you know, at some point you just you know, you got to just deal with the fact that you're not going to make money if you want to do what you you want to do. Yeah. And so, you know, I could I could do crappy things all day and make money and be fine. Yeah. But I, that's not what I want. And obviously. And so, um <laughs> I just want to be unhappy and rich. <laughs> yeah, right? Um but some people might. Um but yeah, so it's, it's being, it's making the hard decisions, which yeah. is saying, okay, well, I probably won't be able to like get this or get that because I'm not going to do this because here's what I want. And, yeah. and so just holding out and being patient and knowing that if I, it, for me, if I try my best at everything, then eventually something's going to hit. It just, it's the way the world yeah. works. I love that. Okay. Best and worst advice you've been given in your career. The best advice I've been given in my career, um, I tend to forget the good advice and remember it as soon as I relearn the lesson and then I don't forget it. So it normally takes two times, but the best advice I've ever had is have a thick skin. 
I don't really know where that works, but I know. I have yeah. to have a thick skin. Um, and then the worst advice I've ever gotten, which was, it wasn't really advice. It was a, it happened to be a poorly worded sentence okay. that I'm going to continue to take out of context that my mother said to me, because it's funny. <laughs> um, but she said, you know, you'd be so much sexier if it wasn't for your personality. Oh my God. And I was like, <laughs> thanks mom no I think you're right but Megan Fox is too quiet for my taste I gotta know what she's thinking yeah people know what I'm thinking I like that yeah well thank you for coming in today <laughs> that was amazing was really fun <laughs> okay good um, go ahead plug your website your socials all that good stuff yes follow me on twitter at at yeah Ashley Ricards and then um, Instagram Ashley Ricards Power B, short for power bitch. Not power bottom. Not power bottom. Which I was confused about. <laughs> and then um, my website, ashleyricards.com. Got tons of blogs that I write on there with all sorts of good stuff about hair and makeup and fitness and more lifestyle advice things. And, um, and my YouTube channel as well. Also, Ashley Ricards. If you Google, if you Google these things, they'll show up. So that's me. Get the internet. Yeah, get the internet. I suggest it. Awesome. Well, thanks again Thank for coming you. in today. If you guys want more from AfterBuzz, you can find us on social media at AfterBuzz TV or on everything at AfterBuzzTV.com. We'll see you back in here next time. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 